0: What's up, pals? Welcome to episode 56 of Super Nerd Pals. In this episode, we bring back friend of the show and returning guest, Zach Lyons, who brings the heat and the thunder and the lightning and the rain and every, every other element on amazing nerdy analyses about the MCU, Telltale games, and Kingdom Hearts and more. Just a disclaimer this episode doesn't sound as clean as the other ones. When recording this episode, we went through massive technical difficulties. It's kind of a miracle this episode's coming out. We almost lost the entire show. But uh, thank goodness I had a backup, and it's not as clean-sounding, but it still works, still gets the job done, and it's still a fantastic episode. So I, so I hope you enjoy the episode, and please share the episode, and please follow Zach and all of his work. One last thing, it's almost a week away from April 1st, so you know that means that means another episode of Anime is Weird. So if you have not checked out episode 2 of Anime is Weird, go ahead, it's it's on our website and it's on the RSS feed for Super Nerd Pals. All right, thanks pals. Enjoy the episode and have a good one. What's up, pals? Welcome to episode 56 of Super Nerd Pals. Um, I'm Chris Sampson, and... Oh, Stan, you... <laughs> <laughs> you know we, we do? I'm, oh. I'm
1: Chris Sampson, and then nothing.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, well. Look at <laughs> you could
1: say, am I supposed to talk now? I'm
0: Stan Godurski.
2: And I'm Zach Lyons.
0: Zach Lyons, our special guest for today! Woo!
2: Standing in for Andy Carrasquillo.
0: Yeah, the the Ghost Dimension's been really, really relentless. So I was gone last week, and now Andy's gone this week. So it's, And I'm
2: going to be gone next week.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we always love to have you back. We'll get you back soon. But, Zach, it's Sweet. been a... thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> Peace. Coming all the
1: way from Earth 2. That's right. Across, across the, the universe there. Yeah.
2: Earth 2, also known as New Zealand.
1: What's what's life like in the future?
2: Uh, I think like I made that rainy.
1: exact joke last time you were on the show.
2: You know, like everybody ever who talks to me back home makes that joke. So don't feel like you're the only one being <laughs> lame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know me. So Zach, um, so it, it's uh, it's been since episode twenty nine of S and since you've been you've been back. So. A lot has happened, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was like in August, or something.
0: Oh my God, that I was think. August, dude! Wow. Yeah,
2: it was. A, it was a while ago. i was still in the middle of my Final Fantasy marathon, which has been done for three months now.
0: That's really surreal. Um, yeah. But, uh, we'll get to catching up all, uh, catching up with everything you've done so far. But uh, welcome back to the podcast, and. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's always always a pleasure to have you on. Happy and to be here, gentlemen. It's 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 an honor and a privilege. Um, so we're gonna kick it off with newsflash. Uh, <laughs> Hadouken! <laughs> so- <laughs> you you win.
2: <laughs> right, newsflash. <You> know,
0: after. <laughs> So after maybe what like four weeks of this, I still haven't had like an actual sound effect for, for
1: <laughs> the thing is, is that I'm just going to get in the booth and I'm just going to record the KO series of sound nice. effects. And that's going to be the newsflash queue. Um, yeah. Brilliant. You just love it. Please don't. Or are going to do it like every week and then every week it'll just be a different country that we fly to for newsflash. <laughs> this week was China. I think last week was Brazil or two weeks ago was, was Brazil. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because you know when you when, so you, th- beat, when you beat them, them in Street Fighter Two, when you beat them, you go to their country, like whoever you're fighting next. It goes to the it goes back to the the, the fighter screen. It goes and then the plane goes there, and the announcer's like China or it's like Brazil, USA. <laughs> so okay, we go somewhere else. Oh, you know what? Why am I saying China? <laughs> New Zealand. Yes. What's your what's your yeah. What's your stage theme song? And what's it look like?
2: My stage theme song? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is a New Zealand stage in Street Fighter V. Got kiwi birds and pukekos in the background. Yeah, I
1: know. That's like reused garbage stage. I'm talking like yours, though.
2: Uh I, I... No comment.
1: Is that what it looks like, though? <laughs> if you, you go outside, you are there, like, weird the animals?
2: A like, lack of animals that gets me... like your
1: is your, back, is your backyard reused you stage, like, when you go out there?
2: Uh, I don't have a yard. We live in an apartment.
1: <laughs> oh, I was I thinking, like, like, Lord of the Rings. It's, like, green fields, Yelp. and then, like, you go outside. Meta-meta. Hobbiton, where
2: Hobbiton is, is in meta, meta and that's probably, like, an hour and a half, two hours' drive from where I'm at. Well, you can get there, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I could go there for an afternoon if I wanted to. Do
1: you go to Mordor
2: but I just... <laughs> Yeah. Does everyone make
1: that joke, too?
2: Well, when I... First visited New Zealand in 2010 uh, to visit my then girlfriend, now wife. Um, she took me on a road trip, and we went to like around uh, some landmarks around the North Island. And one of the places that we saw was Mount Doom. But I'd never nice. seen the Lord of the Rings movies at that point, so there's just a picture of me in front of it, shrugging.
1: I've seen it, but I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on, Chris. You know what's going on?
0: Uh, Mount Doom and and Zach shrugging, and yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: That was, that was the plot <laughs> of Lord of the Rings. Thanks, Chris. Basically. We not,
0: give me the news. I'm, I'm tired. let's move
1: on to the news Alright,
0: so, Netflix released a teaser for Luke Cage, which has a release date of September 20th. Um, no nope. September 30th. Oh, I'm sorry, it's September 30th. I'm missing everything up. God, <laughs> everything's going wrong. September 30th. Uh, it's really short, um, and it's just, Luke Cage just Razzling some thugs and throwing them, but release date confirmed. So uh, I'm really excited for Luke Cage, and you know we just had Daredevil season two release um, on Friday the 18th. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all I'm all for it.
1: I hope Jessica Jones plays some kind of role in it.
2: I'm hoping someone shows up in Daredevil. I haven't. Obvi- I've have only two episodes into Daredevil, but I'm ho- hoping.
0: Uh, so I, I accidentally, but not really, binged the entire season, so uh, yeah, I'm, not, so don't I'm not, saying anything. not saying anything.
1: I yes. heard Good. a rumor that the Punisher might be in
0: it? No! Yes. Spoiler, yeah. stand, No! No! I'm,
1: it's ruined Played by for, Shane Walsh. Maybe an Electro? Mi- Mi- Electrode? An Mi- Mi-
2: Electrode? Did she evolve from Voltorb? Yes.
0: Electrode. Obvious
2: jokes are obvious.
0: Ah! <laughs> uh. Moving on.
2: <laughs> uh derailing. <laughs> Happens all the time.
0: It's all good. How excited are you guys? I, I do I just want like I don't remember if Iron Fist has a release date, but uh um, no. if Iron Fist shows up uh, with in Luke Cage, I will be very excited too.
2: You um, know my wife and I were looking up information about Luke, uh Iron Fist last night because she didn't know anything about him and I really only know minimal. Uh I
0: think Stan, you're like, the you're the resident expert on Iron Fist here. I know Smart. he was cast.
2: Uh, his his role was cast recently by someone from Game of Thrones, but there's no release window, release date, like filming date. As far as I know right now, it's just Marvel. Uh, Daredevil season two just came out. Luke Cage is later this year, and then next year is TBA. I'm guessing it's gonna be Jessica Jones season two first thing, and then Iron Fist. Mm. But that's just my prediction.
0: That's a pretty solid prediction. And then I, I guess after that. I guess after Iron Fist, season one of The Defenders. Mm. Or if it's going to be... No, probably.
2: Yeah. Unless they decide to do season two of Luke Cage and Iron Fist before The Defenders. At, right now, at the rate they're going, to a, or two new seasons or series per year. They had Daredevil and Jessica Jones in 2015. They'll have Daredevil and Luke Cage in 2016. 2017, probably Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. So it's at early. It's going to be 2018. So that's pretty pretty crazy. I feel like they're still going at a really good pace, but mm-hmm. it's still just gonna take so long to get to the Defenders. Yeah, but I imagine it'll be worthwhile.
0: It would be worthwhile. And that, I mean, that's not even their full billing. I know yeah. I, I read somewhere that the Moon Knight has been confirmed for Netflix. I think there was one other show, but I know Moon Knight is on the table, uh, and Moon Knight's not related to Sure the Defenders, but it's still street-level Marvel type of superhero. Right, right. it's pretty awesome. All right, well, um, September 30th. Jeez, that seems far off, but not really. You well, know, originally they,
2: they teased that it might happen in November, like Jessica Jones was in November. And I know a month or two ago, that Jessica Jones' Twitter posted out a teaser. It said there are two manila folders on a desk, and one of them said Hope something something, and then the other said Cage November. And so speculation was that it was going to come out in November. So September 30th is great. It's like an entire month and a half earlier than I was expecting.
0: Yeah, no complaints here. So uh, so Luke Cage, look out for that. Uh, look out for more more teasers, more news as it, as it comes along. It's still kind of early. It's, it's only March, but um, I, I don't know. September's going to come here sooner than later. Or it's going to come oh, back. Yeah, yeah super. So. It's going to be amazing. All right, uh, next on our list. So during South by Southwest... During one of the panels, uh, Telltale Games' Batman has been... Uh, actually, we, we could expect the game to come earlier than later, like sometime during the summer. Did they show anything?
2: No.
1: They, they showed a picture of the script. Did they explain anything about what it's going to be like? Yeah, actually,
2: they, uh, they didn't go into details. They said that there's a lot of stuff, like they didn't mention a villain or antagonist. Um, they said there's not a lot that they can show of the game until it's really close to premiering because they don't want to spoil anything. Mm. Um, But they gave some insight into how it's going to play. Like, you know, Telltale games are all about making choices and those choices affecting later stuff. Right. Is that they want to break apart from previous Batman games like the Arkham series is those are all your Batman. You're just Batman doing Batman's thing, beating up the bad guys but this is going to take a lot more look at Bruce Wayne.
1: Mm. And uh, there are going to be a lot of Batman. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it, they said it's going to be kind of like the, uh, the Nolan movies in that regard, because it's going to be a look at the man and the bat. Mm.
3: Uh,
2: Some of the big choices you're going to have are whether you want to approach these different situations as Bruce Wayne or as Batman. So they said, you know, they want to make it so that if someone wants to play the game almost entirely as Bruce Wayne, they could do that. And that'll, obviously, you know, you'll be intimidating and crazy as Batman, but, you know, you might be, you might approach a situation much differently as Bruce Wayne.
1: So does that mean I that think you're doing I mean. it in costume and out of costume, or just personality? Like, I'm not sure. It's a great question. You should go,
2: go to the boardroom dressed as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to meet the Joker as Bruce Wayne,
0: yeah. All I want is the ability for Bruce to dress up as Mattis Malone and just go undercover into CD villain bars. That'd be awesome.
1: I I, heard, I was um reading something uh, like a post about the Batman Telltale games, and it was like an article about like if like would they ever do the uh, super the Superman game. And mm. one of the comments was that the approach to, like, doing the, like, dialogue choices would be, like, classic Superman, so you would act the way he would normally act. Then you'd be cruel Superman, so you'd be closer to, like, how he was in The Man of Steel, like, really reckless or right. whatever. And then the third one would be, like, Silver Age Superman, where you're just, like, a super dick and you're just, like, being a total asshole <laughs> So you could, like, fine-tune which version of Superman you really want to play as. I think that'd be a great idea. You just, like... You could do like some really crazy shit, like leave Aquaman in the desert if you're like Silver Lake Superman, <laughs> or like tie Lois Lane to the front of a car and like drive her off a cliff. <laughs> Just... Brilliant! I want that Superman. I I super want that Superman. It sounds like R-rated
2: Superman. Love it. But that's that's something else they said about Batman is that it's going to be R-rated, seventeen plus, and for mature. Really? Wow. Yeah. Nice. So it's it'll be kind of. Like think those were both uh, M for mature. So that's that's uh promising as well. I can't remember at the moment. Was Arkham
0: Knight rated M?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. I think. Okay.
2: I thought they were all were. Maybe not. I no. Don't the remember. first
1: the first two games were teen, and then they were okay. M rated because they have that that spoilery scene with like uh, Barbara like partway through.
2: I, I haven't played Knight she...
1: yet. <sighs> How about you, I, Chris?
2: The play uh, asylum and City, I just haven't got around to Night yet.
0: Uh, night was night was good. But there was some... We've we, we talked about it before in the podcast past. There were like some issues, but overall, I think it was a really strong ending or conclusion to the trilogy. Yeah, I thought it was fine.
2: <laughs> Something else that might be interesting for less Batman, more Telltale fans is that I, I was watching the stream, but, but I, I think taking notes, but I'm pretty sure they said that they've updated their game engine, which uh, they haven't done in a long time, and that's, like, people's main complaint, is that the engine is crap, and it all runs jagged on consoles and stuff, and so they said they're trying to take full advantage of the engine upgrades with this one, so okay. that'll be something well, that's
1: to look forward That's to. really good news. Yeah. We're... I, like, honestly, I didn't really have too much of a problem with it. Like, I thought it's showing its age, Mm. But, like, I didn't, it didn't really bother me when I was playing through, um, the Borderlands one. I think the Borderlands one is, like, the best one they've ever done.
2: I wholeheartedly personally. agree. Have I mean, you beat like, it? They,
1: yeah, I beat it. They had all these, like, action scenes that I thought they pulled yep. off really well. Despite, Brilliantly. Despite the engine, you know? So, like, I, that's
2: actually something else that, uh, they mentioned because a fan asked during the Q&A if, uh, cause they said that a lot of people's complaints are, like, this really well, and they make things really tense for the finale, and then the finale falls short in a lot of their series. Mm-hmm. So they say, like, they have the person asked if uh, Telltale had a an interesting or good way to wrap up Batman for the finale that wouldn't be lackluster, and they said that they learned a lot from Tales from the Borderlands, and people loved what they did with that, and so they're taking all that into account when deciding what to do with Batman's finale. So I think that's really encouraging
1: god is he gonna pilot a giant mech
2: because
0: because <laughs> hell no. yeah that bring bat dog onto the scene they, they better it's just just bring in like big big o they go into telltale that'd be awesome i don't understand batman has a has a, a batmobile he's got
1: the bat plane He's has how come he's never had a mech he,
0: he has a mech in, like, I don't know in the comics, but I know in, um, what's it called? Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. It's one of the uh, DCAU movies. It wasn't so much, like, a bat mech, but it was, like, a half Batman, half Superman mech that was built by Toyman, and, uh... So like
1: a, a composite Superman mech, basically. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. Um... It's been a really long while since I've seen the movie, but yeah, Toyman built this half Superman, half Batman mech, and it and he used it, and it was ridiculous, but Batman should have a mech, and that's exactly the entire premise for the anime Big O, is basically Bruce Wayne and a giant mech, and just fighting off other other villains and hide right. so can you imagine
1: like, um, the Joker having like, Jim Gordon like, kidnapped, and like, in, in like a carnival or some shit, and he's like I can't wait for Batman to show up, and Batman fucking crashes through the wall and like an 80 foot mech, like, what the
0: fuck are you gonna do? I think Jim Gordon might be dead because the building would collapse and both the Joker and... No, come and,
1: on. He just like rips it. He's like fucking flies through like the Kool-Aid Man. Just like, Oh, yeah! <laughs> just like, boom!
0: Rocket fist all the time. Pew, pew, pew! Come on, he's Batman. you he can do it. He can Shit. do it. Um, I mean, well, no, it's it's not so much... Okay, well, Dark Knight Returns, that wasn't a mech suit. That was like an exoskeleton suit. He has a, he has a tons of exosuits. Yes, more mechs for Batman. I mean, I mean, I'm even really Kirby excited. Get him back now. Yeah, yeah if, dude. Yeah, I'm if, so excited for that game. If Kirby can get a mech,
1: Batman can get a mech. Easily. We'll start a petition. It'll be great. Also Big O is one of my favorite cartoons. So. I know,
0: dude. I know like for anime is weird. I mean we uh, we all I think all of us have seen it, but we should we should watch it just just for the hell of it.
1: I mean hell, you you can put it in the in your pocket for a year or two. Definitely for anime's year, we'll Definitely. we'll we'll consider it. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm super excited for the Telltale Batman series. I always love the game the games that Telltale puts out, so um I can't wait to see what they do with Batman.
0: Definitely. Zach, you you recently played the Telltale Walking Dead Michonne game. How was that? Uh look, I don't want to
2: talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's no a, That's that a good bad. way to start. That bad
2: <laughs> I I seem to be in the minority, judging by other reviews I've read, but um it's it's difficult to Get invested in it because, rolled then because like just a week before I or like in the weeks leading up to it, I reread all 150 volumes of the comic or issues of the comic that were available, and like because I read up to 100 a couple years ago and I haven't looked at it since, and so I binged on it and loved it, and it it's difficult because one of the reasons why the Walking Dead season one and two are so good. Is because attached to somebody, they might die. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. It, your favorite character could die at any moment, really. Aside from probably the character you're playing as, but um, but even that, you know, spoiler alert for Walking Dead season one, that happens. Mm-hmm. And but in the Walking Dead, Michonne, it's taking place between X or volumes X and Y of the comic where Michonne is gone from the group, and then she's back. So you know Michonne is never going to die in this series. Yeah, that's true. And all these characters that are interesting characters, and were this a standalone game not related to the comic, then it would I would probably be more invested in these characters. But because I've read 13 or 15 issues of the comic after she's rejoined Rick's group, you know that none of these other characters that she's meeting are pivotal to the comic. There's one other person with her that no, two other people that are on the boat with her at the beginning that are in that are with with Rick in them, but the rest of them, all the new characters like this, there's this entirely new settlement that you go to, uh, you're captive and they take you to their boss basically. And none of these characters show up in the comics but this game is directly tied to the comic world, so my only thought is that they're all going to die because Michonne doesn't mention them. She doesn't mention this adventure that she had. She doesn't talk about any of it in the comics, and so it's it's really difficult for me as a fan of the comic to get invested in.
3: The, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, there's still two episodes left. You know, they may win me over, and it plays fine. It's a good enough game, but I think it's going to be more well enjoyed if you're not uh, into the comics. Like, if you've watched a TV show and you like Michonne and the TV show and you're like, oh, I'd play a game where I could play as Michonne and you've never read the comics, play the game because you'll probably enjoy it. But it's just difficult for because, you know, I play the Telltale games for the story and for the characters. Because, but it's difficult for me to become invested in the characters and the story when I know it doesn't, doesn't ultimately have much bearing right. on the comic world.
1: I kind of, you know what, like, it's not the same thing, but I feel the same way towards the Star Wars comics that Marvel's putting out for the reason that, like, I know all the main characters make it through to the movies.
3: Mm, Yeah, yeah. Like, they
1: they all survive for Empire and Jedi, so I know nothing's really going to happen to Luke. So every every time Luke gets kidnapped, I'm like, it doesn't really matter, you know? Sure. Anytime, like, it's like, oh, is Darth Vader going to get his ass beat by the Emperor? Like, well, maybe, but it ain't going to, like, do anything long time yeah you know? and that's why i've like slowly been losing interest in in the star wars comics like the main star wars series is good but i like stopped following vader for that reason that you like mentioned for the game so it's like it's an it's interesting because it's like when you know that it's gonna happen it robs it of a lot of the like stakes yeah so it's absolutely. like there's no point honestly have either of you played telltale's game of thrones i have not like I've seen like a season and a half, and I like fell off, and I really would love to start watching it again. So I don't want sure. to play the game until I'm more familiar with the. Yeah, yeah, because on. I've only seen like a...
2: one of the game starts at like the end of season three of the game until you've reached at least that point.
1: Yeah, so I, I got a ways to go.
2: But that's that's very similar, like because I just started playing. Uh, which I say just in November, I started playing Telltale's Game of Thrones. The whole season was out, and I got a code from someone. And I'm on episode five of six right now. And again, you know, I'm enjoying it for what it is, but it's like Michonne because it's following this entirely different family, the Forrester clan. And it's, it's, they're trials and tribulations. It's like there's one part of this family, one girl, she's Marjorie's handmaiden. And then there's uh, a guy who's sent to the wall and interacts with Jon snow. And there's another guy who, um, gosh, I don't remember. I, I can't even remember right now, but they all interact with characters from the TV show and they all are fighting to keep their family going. But, and they all have some pretty intense goings on, but, never mentioned in the TV show. They're never seen on the TV show. Like, the the girl that's at King's Landing, who is uh, Marjorie's handmaiden, is uh, like, she strikes up a deal with Tyrion, and she gets called out on it by Xerxes, but none of them ever mentioned the Foresters working on this plot in the TV show. Mm -hmm. So, like, you need to know the TV show to enjoy the game, but knowing what happens in the TV show and what doesn't happen in the TV show takes away from the game. Again, like with Michonne, because Mm -hmm has ever acknowledged in the show. Yeah.
3: Right.
2: So, it's, it's difficult. And that's, I think, a problem with, uh, working with an established IP. Tales from Borderlands did it really well because it was a direct follow-up to all of the other Borderlands games. But, yeah. It's trying to fit a story in where story has already happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's our second new slash, Telltale Batman. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Like, uh, I, I, for me, it's, I, I get, like, the dissatisfaction of, like, the impact, the smaller Telltale games over the, over the spectrum of the entire IP. But, like, for me, like I said before, I'm just in it for the storytelling. So, I mean, if, yeah. I'm ha- if, if it's great and it, it's Telltale, so it, you know it's going to be great, then I'm a happy camper.
2: So, sure, sure. But I guess I've just got a, such a high bar set for Telltale that it's X pointed Yeah. Well, but, um, yeah.
0: Well, I mean... Uh I don't know I mean there's there's not much re- release for telltale Batman, but i considering the amount of attention and care they give to other ips i I assume this will be I a
2: very I have full confidence in it they they've said it's not part of a, like any of the comic universe or any of the Arkham games like it's it's its own thing it's like you know they're vendetorial universes and and what not a standalone thing so they've got full freedom to do the what they want basically so they don't have to wedge a story in. So I think they're
0: going to do really well with it. Definitely. And uh, hopefully this comes out really soon in the summer. I'm not sure. I, they haven't pinpointed a exact release date. I saw on some places that it comes out in August, but I also heard, I think, heard from you, that it, co- it could come out even earlier. So as soon as well, we the, hear anything about it, the, we'll...
2: If oh. I had to speculate, I would say it's early as June, because right now they've got Episode 5 of Minecraft Story Mode coming next week. And they've got two more episodes of Michonne lined up. And that's all that we know for this year so far. So Batman, they said summer.
1: I reckon it'll come out June or July. Excellent, excellent. I can't think of a better way to spend my graduation summer than, like, playing (laughs) Grandpa Batman. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right. So let's wrap it up with one more piece of newsflash. PSVR. There's been so much news about this lately. Because we had uh, GDC, and we had all these tons of reveals. Yeah, PSVR is going to be released in October for um, $400. 400
2: American dollars.
0: Yep. Um, and uh, this coming Tuesday at 7 a.m. PT, uh, March 22nd, pre-orders for the PSVR launch bundle will be available. The bundle includes the VR headset, cables, headphones, a demo disc, PlayStation Camera, two PlayStation Move motion controllers, and a copy of PlayStation VR Worlds. And then, also, we, we learned a whole bunch of new stuff about the VR. Like, uh, Zach, before we started this conversation, you were telling me about uh, Cinematic Mode. Cinematic
3: Mode.
2: Yeah,
0: so you want to you wanna talk about that? Uh,
2: something that they, Michael House uh, mentioned during the PSVR press conference, where they announced the release month and the price and stuff, but it was kind of glossed over. People were so focused on, oh, my God, we can get it in October for $400 that they, a lot of people kind of missed this. But cinematic mode is something where you can use the PSVR headset to play PS4 games, like regular PS4 games, as well as watch Netflix.
0: I'm so down for this. 200,
2: 200 foot, I think, is what I saw screen
0: in oh. front of you, basically.
2: So it's not going to be like a 3D you know look around and stuff, but it's going to be like you can watch them in your own private headset cinema, basically. Uh, so if you want to watch Daredevil Season 2 in its entirety on the PSVR you could.
1: So it and makes it look like a, world. it looks like a giant screen? Is that Yeah. Yeah, basically. So, so like, it looks really bigger than up. your actual TV. Yeah. Is it like that's crazy. Is it or, like watching fallout.
0: it in like an IMAX theater? That's that's what I'm getting. Like I'm not
2: sure. I mean okay. I haven't worn one, I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, no. what
0: they,
2: literally what they said at the during the press release was cinematic mode will allow you to play playstation 4 games and watch netflix on it and the other stuff i've heard is from other sources i'm not sure if they like interviewed sony or what but so i'm not sure of the details i just know that that's what you'll be able to do and people are really looking forward to it
0: what's the first game you guys will play in vr cinematic mode
2: well i need to get a ps4 first (laughs) oh
0: hypothetically hypothetically
2: um lots of people keep saying, like, the big fantastic stuff like Witcher 3 and Fallout 4. Um, I think something like Rocket League would be really cool.
1: That would be cool.
2: Or, um, off the wall Minecraft.
1: Alright, alright.
2: Just because, like, it's such a big, open, expansive world that I think it'd be really cool to just, you know, look around and I can, uh, that said, I can totally appreciate stuff like Fallout 4 and Witcher as well. Rise right, so of the Tomb Raider will be on PS4 this uh holiday season, so that'll probably be another good one.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I wanna I'm gonna cop out and say Fallout Four, especially because of the new <laughs> DLC that's coming out. So Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Fair enough. Forget about the DLC.
0: Yeah, uh sometime this March we're gonna get the uh, the automaton DLC so we can build robots. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Stan, how about you?
1: Something really Sorry. fucking scary. Like uh-
2: PT. Do you still yeah, have- people at PT and Until Dawn have been popular choices too.
0: Uh, Layers of Fear came out recently in the PS4, I think. But Yeah. Do you guys have PT? I don't have PT installed on my PS4, which is a really which is a travesty. Damn. So yeah, sad face forever. But uh, yeah, even like Alien Isolation. Yep. Yeah, Alien Isolation. Always- oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep.
1: Definitely. For definitely. sure. For sure.
0: Darn it, man, I wish Dead Space had, like, a PS4 HD remaster, because I would, I would kill for that, so. How about anyway. a new
2: Katamari game? Yes! Oh my gosh! We'll go for a Katamari game on PS4 VR.
0: <laughs> or, uh, what's it called, like, a uh, 100-foot robot golf? I, yeah. I need, yeah, yeah! Yes! <laughs> I need that game so badly. Isn't that
1: already, um, VR? Coming to
0: PSVR? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a PSVR game. God.
1: If anything would make me drop four hundred dollars, it's giant robot golf. I know, right?
0: Well Stan stand, keep up on that internship and maybe you get a job, you know, right after graduation and then all that disposable income, so all the VR. That's the goal.
1: Nah, that's I'm not treat. I'm not picking up VR until it's real cheap. It real, real cheap. Two hundred dollars.
0: Two hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> that's, uh, that's my upper I limit. Think it's really cheap. And I think the PSVR headset is so much more comfortable
2: than the um, Oculus Rift headset. But I just don't have money for that.
1: I feel you.
3: Who can afford all
2: that?
1: I don't even have a baby and I know what, you,
0: what you're talking about.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, dude.
0: One day, guys. One day we'll have the monies to acquire the VR. And then we can, just, we can all play Rocket League on cinematic mode together. And it'll be beautiful. Perfect. 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 All Perfect. Right. You win. All right, so that's it for newsflash. So let's let's get into why we have our amazing guest here. Like this is it's been since August since Zach has been on the podcast. So we want to know what have you been up to? You finished your marathon, and uh, I, I assume there's other projects, other other goings on. You've been up to. So uh, take it away, Zach. So
2: back in August when I was on the show, I my routine or the full title of the road to final fantasy 15 in 2015 where i was trying to play all 15 number or all 14 properly numbered final fantasy games in a year to lead up to final fantasy 15 this year um, fun fact when i made, thought of this in tw- late 2014 i made the prediction that the game would release in 2016 and that's why i wanted to do the marathon in 2015 and lo and behold i was right
3: you're days
2: until Final Fantasy XV uncovered when they announced the release. Well, I know I really, really, really hate the recent trend in the last year or two, where there are all these events for release dates. Like, oh, we're g- we're going to tease the announcement of an announcement.
3: Oh, don't, screw you! <laughs> don't get me started
2: on those things. Yeah, I'm just just throwing that out there. I'm not going to say anymore. Anyway, um, when I was on in August. I went 11 and I gave up on 11. That's the only one I gave up on just because I just, I tried for two weeks and I didn't have enough time to commit to it. You know, being an MMO, I paid for one month uh, or I got one month free for being a new player. I think it was, but I just, I got about 10 hours in and I was not getting anywhere. Like there's a, I had someone helping me trying to tell me where to go and what to do, but I don't, it was not, fun. love Final Fantasy 11. I did not. But I went on to play and beat 12 and play and beat 13. 13 I beat on like January 2nd or 3rd. I didn't quite make the 2015 deadline there. But I didn't have time, uh, that being said, to try out 14. I'd still like to try 14 sometime. It's just finding the time.
1: That was a lovely game. I played it for a while, and I was really into it when I was playing it. But good things about fourteen, like eleven, I heard a lot of like
2: people who got into it really got into it. Oh, but I got a really lot of eleven had a tough time enjoying it. Um, like it took a long time for it to hit its stride, and by yeah. that time, the only people playing were the ones that were really committed. Yeah. But fourteen, since it came, like since a Realm Reborn, I should say, came out, I've heard nothing but good things about it. So yeah. I'd really like to give it a try sometime, but I just. Can't right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, Zach. Let me know when you want to start it up because uh, I picked up a copy of a uh, Roma Born and Heaven's World. Heaven's World. Ward. Oh, I can't pronounce it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if we want to start a party together, that'd be awesome. And, and, and... I'm pretty sure
2: I got it. Uh, yeah, I think I've. Got, I don't have Heaven's Sword, but I got the base game and the Square Enix Humble Bundle from a few months ago.
0: Oh shit! That's that sounds awesome.
2: So um. So like I've got the base game. I just, you know, like I said, don't have time right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the same with me. Like, I, there's like so much other stuff on my plate. So I, I haven't had a chance to boot it up either, but I would love to just get a party together and just play a little bit. So,
2: yeah. So there's that. But, um, so I wrapped up my marathon. And since then, I've just been, oh, uh, in November, something else happened. I had a baby, or my wife had a baby.
0: Congratulations! And
2: so, yay! Yay! And that's been legitimately. They wonder a terror like some babies are. She's really cute. She's really calm and chilled out. She th- we think she gets that from us because <laughs> my wife and I are pretty chilled out. But that's been taking over my life as it does. Um, I recently was made redundant for my job, so I've been spending all my time at home with my wife and daughter, which is great. You know, it's a little uh, tight on money, but it's really, really good Aside from that, um, con- I've been continuing to write with Twinfinite, and I've been taking care of the baby, and that's my life right now.
0: Excellent. I've played
2: a few new games, but, uh yeah, well,
0: that's uh, where that's I'm th- at. That's awesome, incidentally, that's incidentally,
2: awesome. Incidentally, after playing Final Fantasy, nothing but Final Fantasy for a year, the first new game I picked up in 2016 was Final Fantasy Explorers.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yo, TV. that's awesome. Like, I'm... Um... Zach, send me your friend code because like I I have it and we should hunt Sweet. monsters together. And like how Absolutely. do, you, how, do you, how do you feel about the game? Uh,
2: I like it. I've never played Monster Hunter games before, and I've heard from a lot of people that it's like Monster Hunter Light. But after playing this, I would be keen to do some Monster Hunter sometime. I can see where people have problems with it. Like I played it online with a couple people, and the the chat options are really 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 minimal. Like there's mm-hmm. a few pages just head up, let's go over here. It's just, let's do a quest. Okay, or see you later, or hey, what's up? It's, they're just, you tap on the screen to choose what you want to say. You can't actually speak into like a mic or anything.
0: That's that's really sad. So
2: it's, it's really difficult to communicate with people you're playing with online. But aside from that, I enjoy it. It's a bit grindy, but I mean, all those monster hunting games are a bit grindy.
3: Mm-hmm. So, but,
2: I've I had mean... fun with it.
0: Yeah, and you get to play with your friends, which is awesome. Um it out I... late
2: January until uh the Pokemon re releases came out late February. Yeah. And then I got stuck into yellow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh and then you also had you also were playing Pokemon Tournament.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I just downloaded that two days ago. And I've I've got some playtime in with Charizard and Pikachu, and I'm quite enjoying it.
0: Yeah, like, like I was saying before, um I literally installed it maybe like 30 minutes before we we started recording um so i only i only played one match so far um but i played as gengar he's my main man oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh like the game is so beautiful like the colors are so stark and and gengar he's scary awesome, like throwing shadow punches out of portals and then he turns to a mega loot Turns to Mega Evolution Gengar, and I'm like this is the greatest thing ever. So I was like, I was this close to shedding a tear because it was it was just so beautiful. Um,
2: yeah, no, I I, I uh, when I played Charizard, I really enjoyed his Mega Evolution fighting Pikachu. Obviously, is a base form; he doesn't have a Mega Evolution, so he's just a bit powered up. But Charizard, yeah. this
1: is pretty awesome.
0: Stan, did, do you have Pokemon tournament yet? Because uh, I I know you know, You want to bash your face in with uh, Pikachu Libre.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I think I'm waiting for my birthday to see if I if I'll get it as a gift from somebody. But uh, ah. I'm excited for. it. I'm just waiting on it.
0: Yeah. So Pokemon tournament, like again, only played one match, but I'm a re- I'm really liking the features. Like I like you can. I didn't know you can collect costumes for your avatar. Which is really yeah. like yeah. I, I finished my first match and then you, you unlocked a new costume. It was like it was like this super sweet leopard print jacket. It's like, oh my <laughs> god, I'm so ready. So
2: I when I started the game I was really kind of disappointed with the customization options because it was like, Oh, you've got this one hairstyle that you start off with and you can't choose your hairstyle. It's like you are brunette with this hairstyle, and that's it. Yeah. You can choose from minimal outfits, you can choose from eye colors and face types. I'm like, I thought this would have a bit more, yeah, th- stuff. I'm like, oh, so that like you just unlock all the other customization things.
0: Oh, okay. So you you un- you unlock hairstyles. I didn't. Okay.
2: Yep. yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, like I've I've got a new hairstyle and like not just styles but colors. Like I unlocked one hairstyle that's blonde, and so if I I've got that hairstyle option available to me now, and I've got the blonde version unlocked, and I can go in and I can purchase. With in-game money, um, the other colors, if I'd like.
0: I could. That's so weird. money
2: from matches, but you... Like, some of the outfits and hairstyles
0: cost a lot. <laughs> that's so weird, because you figure just, like, at least, like, blonde and black and, I don't know, like, uh, some random anime haircut, like a purple or a pink, but... Yeah,
2: yeah, but well, yeah. they do have those. It's just a bit... It's, it's strange, because they don't let you choose your hair when you start out, but then if you go... Once you've started the game, if you go into the customization settings that they do for you, you just have to go in there and change them once you've started the game.
0: Mm.
2: I don't know why they don't allow you to do it straight from the get-go, but that's what it is.
0: Ah, Okay, well... Um... And
2: um, you can also unlock more stuff with Amiibo. The Their integration with the game is that if you have figures... Like, it's compatible with all figures. I mm-hmm. kind of thought it would just be the Pokemon figures from the Smash Bros. series, mm-hmm. but... They've, like, I've used Charizard, Pikachu, and Jigglypuff, and they don't do anything like all the others do. I've also done, like, the Squid Kids and the Yoshi, and they all just, all the amiibo are compatible. It's just, they unlock random customization outfits, or hairstyles, or options, or, like, your title cards. Because wow. you have a title card that you can customize your character with that'll pop up when you're battling someone.
0: So what you're saying is I should perform an amiibo heist and acquire everything because I'm so behind. <laughs> I'm so behind. I know this past Friday the, the Roy amiibo and, and the Ryu. Yeah, the Ryu and like I think it was like Rob the, the robot.
2: Oh, it would have been the uh Famicon colors, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, when I went, when I stopped by a GameStop, like all the Ryus were instantly sold out, so no surprise there. There were a few Roys mm. and a few of those Robs. Um but Wait, what's your favorite amiibo, and what what did what does that unlock in Pokémon?
2: Specific amiibo don't unlock specific things in Pokémon. It's just you'll you'll tap it. You can tap up to five a day,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you'll unlock a different random, either title card or customization option okay. with each one. Okay. So like instead of having to pay to unlock it in game, you'll just unlock something random for free.
0: Oh, I see. I
2: see. So that's what that is. Um, at the moment, I don't think I have a favorite. I think once the cloud amiibo comes out, that'll be my favorite. <laughs>
0: yeah, I yeah, that's that's hands down. It's 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 a tie between cloud and Corrin, because I love Fire Emblem Fates. Mm. Uh, it's my first I've never Fire, Emblem. Fire Emblem. Oh, oh my God! We oh, need. So you
2: want to hear a story? Yeah, you yeah. You want to hear a really quick story?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, when some of the amiibo were coming out, I was trying to grab just a couple that I thought would be rare to see if um, they would be worth anything later on. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't hoarding or anything, I bought literally two. I bought a um Lucario and I bought a Lucina. So maybe um maybe we could see if they'd be worth anything. And I decided not to, you know, do that. I didn't want to be that guy selling the amiibo. And so I I did but I didn't really care about Lucario or Lucina. So I decided I'd go look for a trading website. Mm-hmm. And I found like on uh Reddit there's like a whole amiibo trading thread and I So I went through there, and I got in contact with this guy, and I'm like, okay, I really want Zelda, Sheik, Toon Link, and Ganondorf. And this guy, I I was offering my Lucario and Lucina in exchange for Toon Link and Sheik, because those are the ones I didn't have. And this guy said, yeah, I'll do that, cool. And so I sent off my Amiibo, and then he it took him like two weeks to send his allegedly, because of issues on his end, and um, long story short, I never got that October or something. I sent mine, I told him, hey, they're on their way, and he told me a couple days, oh, cool, I got them, thanks for that. Mine are on the way. And uh, it never happened. I was communicating with him on Twitter, and like, every week or two, I'd say anything, and he's like, oh, my my post office is having trouble sending them for some reason. I'm not sure why, and you know he kept up to, He kept talking to me. He kept updating me, saying this is what's going on, but this is what's happening. And then all of a sudden, in like November, December months later, he stopped talking. Like he's on Twitter. He's just disappeared from Twitter. He's never replied to me, and I never got my Amiibo. Oh so, shit! It's no, a
0: that man.
2: People. Ami-
0: <laughs> Amiibo vigil vigilante justice. Come on. We, yeah. We'll, well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry that happened.
2: Eh. That's what it is. So um, I've uh, stopped buying... Like, I don't have a lot. I've got 15, which is kind of a lot. But when you think there's, like... Like 50s not... 15 isn't bad. Yeah. And there's really only two more I want right now, and that's Wolf Link and Cloud. Oh, I was no. so close to getting the Twilight Princess HD set because I really wanted the Wolf Link. But I've played and beat Twilight Princess in the past, and I still have it for Wii so I don't really need to buy the HD one right now. I don't have the money to justify it, so... Mm -hmm. I'll get it it, sometime.
0: I guess you could always try to eBay the... No,
2: I'm I'm not not worried about it. I'm sure I'll get the Wolfling amiibo in time. I just don't need it at this moment. Okay. So, I'll get it later. Alright, alright. I think Cloud, though, is going to be the only one I ever have and ever will (laughs) pre-order. Yeah,
0: like, oh my gosh. I'm pumped for that. It's the it's the original ff 7 one. They're, are they not making like a Advent Children Cloud Amiibo?
2: Cuz I would I would kill I doubt it. Oh. I doubt it. They haven't made the only variant once and then um that new Rob one cuz in Japan they had the Famicon Rob and they decided to bring it over to the states. So I really don't think they're going to have other alternate outfit ones. But I reckon if you wanted a Advent Children yes. one. You could hit up one of those Amiibo custom artists. That's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, They're
2: pretty friggin' amazing. Those people.
0: So so talented.
1: All right. So, am I interrupting like your previous topic? Uh, I don't remember what we were. We were we were just talking, talking about,
0: about Poking tournament and raving about it. So okay. I, I think we're fine.
1: All right. So um. Kingdom Heats. Kingdom Heats. Um, I explained the background to you last time when we were in the chat, but... Um, ooh, did that happen last week? Two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago. All right, so two weeks ago, we were talking about Kingdom Hearts. I looked it up on the internet, accidentally wrote Kingdom Heats as a typo. i cool, yeah right now. Yeah, so the Kingdom Heats... And from the typo, I came up with the idea of a reimagined Kingdom Hearts where it's the '80s, it's like Miami Vice slash slash uh, Vice City, you know, lots of pastel colors and neon, and, yeah. and Riku and Sora are like vice cops and they wear like pastel suits <laughs> and they they ride around in like a Corvette and they like solve crimes in like Heat Town. And each district is a different world, like Kingdom Hearts is, but it's based on a Disney world. And like the hub area would be like Mickey Mouse's clubhouse, and you have Chip and Dale or like the drug kingpins and like cocaine cowboys in Mickey <laughs> Mouse's amazing. clubhouse. Um, we went into a little bit of um, the Peter Pan district, which is like Peter Pan, just a crime boss. And I forgot what we said about Captain Hook. I don't know if he's like, I, part, like a lieutenant, or is he like? I think it was a rival, a rival drug gang or gr- drug lord. Okay, so like, all right, so P- Neverland is like torn by gang violence. You got Peter Pan and and the children on one side, and you got Hook and the pirates on the other, on the other half of the town of the district. Yeah, fair enough. So that's where we left it off. So you you're allowed to now pick a world, turn that into a district for for the, our Kingdom Heat Town for Heat Town, and describe what it's like in reimagined oh. Miami Vice vein.
2: Oh man! So I'm taking Disney World and I'm reimagining it as a in district. that vein,
1: yeah, as a neighborhood in King- in Heat Town. <clears> oh, <throat>
2: uh, gosh! I'm just racking my brain trying to think of all the worlds now. <laughs> to think of what would go well <laughs> with it. I am awful, awful, awful at on-the-spot decision making. <laughs> I just want you to know that before the 10, 15 minutes of dead air while I think and contemplate and debate in my mind.
0: It's okay, post-production. All of this will be gone. <laughs> so so while, while Zach is thinking up
1: one, Chris, you pick one.
0: Oh, I got one, I got one. So you guys know... like, Actually, we were talking about this last time Zach was on, but uh, my my intense love for Big Hero 6. So I want to bring the world of San Fransokyo into the world of Kingdom Heats. And what I'm thinking... Like, it fits perfectly with the 80s, so you have like retro-futuristic, cyberpunk-ish uh, flair. So you have like neon lights everywhere, and then you have like some robot dystopian angle going on. So Professor Callahan, like the like the quote-unquote villain of the movie, you know, he's he's a uh, another. I don't know if he's like a crime boss or a drug lord, but he, he's some mafioso, or he has robot enforcers and. Hiro Hamada, you know, like like in the beginning of the film, he spends his time um, in robot robot dens doing illegal gambling and fighting. And um, I just I just want Hiro and Baymax just to be like vigilante loose cannon crime fighters along with the rest of the of the team, and they're just dismantling Professor Callahan's robot. Crime Empire, and it's gonna be awesome. And there's gonna be like super awesome, crazy Japanese influenced '80s retro punk music playing all the time. And right. uh that's what I want—just robots and 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 '80s music and neon lights and explosions. I think the only all world
1: right. you don't need to alter is Tron. You could just lift Tron and just put it in Kingdom Heights as its own its own district because it's already so Are- '80s.
2: I was actually kind of thinking Traverse Town. It's not a Disney World, but it's Kingdom Hearts World. And that's already like alleyways and you know hidden coves and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that would that sounds like a kind of shady place. But I've got I've got a I've got one now. So, it's a bit unconventional, but Atlantica. Okay. okay. Uh, we don't have a black we don't have a black market yet, right? No. So, In Ariel's uh, cove, she's got, you know, thingamajigs and who's-its and what's-its and all these things that you can't find anywhere else. She's the supplier.
1: (laughs) You need something, Ariel's got it. She could also be like the gun runner and she just puts the gun on the fish and they just like go to the different districts. Yep.
2: She acts all aloof and acts like she doesn't know what a fork is, but then she pulls the (laughs) right fork and that opens up a hidden compartment. And that's where all the the goods are, she knows yeah. what's up.
1: that's awesome. So Atlantic is the the black market in kingdom here, yeah, yep, definitely,
2: it. and like uh Sebastian is the the worry wart who thinks they're all gonna get caught. <laughs> he's, he's like the accountant, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're brilliant
0: that's, that's that's like the best answer ever. Well played. Seems like, like
1: in the back in the, like the back room with like one light and he's got like a green visor he's like, oh <laughs> Ariel! <we laughs> <on." laughs> and uh
2: and
0: then King Ursula Tr- could Ursula could idea. be oh, I'm sorry?
2: King Triton has no idea what's going on right under his <laughs> nose.
0: Exactly. I feel like Ursula would be like a the owner of a club. Um, and she she brokers like deals and information. To people Dude, that you think about it,
2: back in the original movie, Little Mermaid, who does uh who does Ursula get the trident from? Ariel. She yeah. supplied Ursula with her weapon. Oh my god. <laughs> Boom. Canon. Canon. <laughs>
0: <Accepted. laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's as that wow. That's fantastic.
1: It's like, and it's under, it's under the sea, so it's not exactly easy to get to, so it's like, it's yeah. almost right
0: under, under the noses of the cops, you know? You know yeah. what? Ariel can be, like, okay. Ariel can be a There's pirate a- as well. She could just, like, sink ships and then loot the ships and then feed that into the black market.
2: See, the cops that- can't figure out where it's all coming from because they're all looking for the underground black markets. They don't even think about underwater black markets.
0: Yeah.
1: It's ingenious. I feel, I feel like... I could see, like, um, Sora turning into, like, um, the Merman and then going there to, like, get information out of Ursula and the club. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like she's a traitor of, like, info. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Great. That's that's a really, really good answer. Well played, sir.
2: My contribution to Kingdom Heats. Yes. (laughs) Coming this fall.
1: By the end of the year, we're going to have, like, the whole... City mapped out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, you have any any other new ideas for Kingdom Heats? Mm, I'm thinking.
1: I keep wanting to like think of something to do with like Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that was um, one that I was trying to think. Yeah, I was just like how how that would fit, and I'm I'm not sure. Oh, but like you can do um you can do Ratatouille, and it's just like. The, the restaurant, and that's where all the mafioso like, meet up in, like, Ratatouille's, <laughs> Ratatouille's kitchen. <laughs> and everyone, like, pays Ratatouille, like, a little money on the side, so he, like, keeps the cops away from the restaurant while they do their deals.
2: So, have you seen Ratatouille? <laughs> no. Because
1: you're, you're actually, like, the rat. was Ratatouille, and it's not.
2: <laughs> you're like, oh, they go to Ratatouille's restaurant. No, they're going to... Remy's
1: restaurant. Listen, <laughs> I'd never seen that movie, okay? Oh, uh, geez a is Why, a, it's a why good thing? isn't his name Ratatouille? Why is it called Ratatouille? Dish. Ratatouille know, is but... the fish that he cooks for the 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 critic. He should have just been named It's Ratatouille. Symbolic. It was it's Ratatouille's symbolic. his his crime name. Okay. Ben. Yo, you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. Ratatouille's his crime name, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good. Yeah, I'll take that. That's fair. It's like oh you know legendary ratatouille and it's like oh who's ratatouille and they go in and it's just a mouse and he's like oh shit we never (laughs) knew all this time
0: it was a rat an actual rat i'm just thinking of um like the relationship between uh remy and alfredo linguini the the guy like i'm just thinking of him as like the ventriloquist from batman (laughs) Yeah. Where where like like Linguini, he, he like he he's like Scarface, he's actually Linguini's actually a puppet. Like a, yep. a, and then and he cooks all the That's food. Perfect. But then he has machine guns in his mouth and like he then he throws like butcher knives and other cutlery at people. I think that will be that'd be nice.
2: That's pretty good, yeah. Remy's the, the one controlling him the whole time.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Remy, Remy has like dissociative identity disorder, so he argues him with himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man!
0: So Kingdom Heats, I I think this will be a running meme. I think I feel like every time we should have a guest on, we should
2: Have them um, think just, of
0: something else to add to Kingdom Heats. Yes, yeah, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll we'll Photoshop an amazing and beautiful infographic, and we'll just and then <laughs> or even better, it'll be one of those. Boards you see in crime movies where it's like newspaper clippings and like and like strange string attacks. These
1: like who who is Ratatouille on like one newspaper headline? <laughs> <laughs> and then like the subtitles and like off, like, from like from Ariel, to honestly, all don't
3: different.
1: getting his guns from Ariel. No. it's like Sora's corkboard, and he's got like
0: Alanis question mark question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So is Sora like a Sam Spade character now? Oh, yeah, yes, they're
1: the vice cops of. King oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Sora, Sora and Riku. Sora and Riku.
2: Oh man, this is gold. This is gold. I'm I'm pretty pumped. I want to uh, see it
0: happen. All right, we will. We will. You know, all you have to do is just get jobs at Disney and Square Enix, and you know, and um, pitch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, that's kingdom heats for you guys. Um, you know, if you have an idea or for a new district or a new lore, a new character or or adaptation of a character, you know, message us, tweet us. We want to, we want to make kingdom heats bigger and better and more seedier and, uh, we <laughs> great. Um, all right. All right so Stan, uh, I guess, yeah, I'm sorry to keep you for like another like 15 minutes, but I, no, I guess fine. anything else to add or before you head out? Uh, no, that's it. Just, uh, thanks for coming on the show, uh, Zach. I appreciate
1: it. Hey, thanks for having me. I you're always, it. you're always welcome back in the future. Maybe, ne- maybe I'm a sure, third we'll- time
0: will be a charm and we won't have any audio problems. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. We'll try. We'll get this down. See you, Stan.
1: All, All right, right. Peace
0: out, Stan. All right. So we got the last topic of the night. We're going to talk about everything MCU. Um, I guess, yeah. We'll, we'll, oh my God. Wow. I'm tired. Uh,
3: and <laughs> yeah,
0: take two, uh, two. Alright so Zach uh, When we were talking about topics um, That you wanted to cover The MCU and the Netflix Marvel TV stuff uh, came up a lot So uh, Just this past No Just uh, Yesterday Yesterday. Yeah, cool. yeah or two days ago uh, in your time Daredevil season 2 came out And this is like the latest and greatest In Marvel's takeover of pop culture the world the world <laughs> Exactly. pretty much so uh i you said you watched the first two episodes um yeah, yeah, and finish
2: them uh, before the recording
0: here excellent excellent and uh like i was saying before uh, no i started watching it saturday uh i was only intending on watching the first episode uh but then i ended up watching all all of it. So, like, all thirteen. <laughs> that's the entire thing. Just twelve uh, hours later. Yeah, it was, oh, I. Yeah, I, haven't
2: eaten, I haven't slept.
0: Yeah, like I slept really late, but yeah. I. Yeah. I finished it up. Uh, around. I think two two a.m. two a.m. last night.
2: I, that's commitment. It was so
0: worth. I no regrets. I, well, I mean, the only regret now is like, what am I supposed to do until September?
2: <laughs> um. Rewatch seasons one and two.
0: Yeah, exactly. or rewatch Jessica Jones. Um, it's been a while already. Um, there you go. There you go. But I guess I want to, since a lot of people have not seen it yet, and I don't want to be too spoilery. But uh, what are your thoughts so far?
2: Well, I I think it's going pretty well so far. It's too early to say. I think because, um, like you said, I'm just two episodes in to go. Like. Electra hasn't been introduced yet. We've only just kind of met the Punisher. I will say that I was pretty surprised. Like, in Season 1, you heard rumblings of who Fisk was, and, like, they made him up. They brought the intimidation factor through other people pretty strongly, but you didn't meet him until, like, Episode 3, I think. I thought that was... I'm not saying they should repeat it because, you know, lightning shouldn't strike twice and all that stuff, but um, I was really surprised that Daredevil and Punisher had their first fight. In the first episode, I thought it would take a couple episodes of, like, maybe a game of cat and mouse or something or back and forth between them before they actually interacted. So I was, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm pleased to see more fighting because the fight scenes in that show are just really great. But it, uh, I was surprised that it happened so quick.
0: Yeah, I was expecting they the same to do.
2: The characters.
0: Yeah, I was expecting, I, I expected, I mean, I, I expected kind of a similar. I'm sorry?
2: it all kind of blends together for you. So,
0: yeah, so I didn't exactly. see like much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to like recollect. Like when I first watched it, like I was expecting the same kind of slow burn treatment because I I, I I, knew when episode one picks off, it's been some amount of time after season one. And kinetically, it, it also takes place after. After Jones. Exactly. But I was totally... I was totally on your wavelength too. I wasn't expecting John Berthold Punisher to show up until maybe you you, you hear or you, you someone say, oh admitted they, they cut to a news report of like a mass shootout of of criminals being killed or something. but in terms of pacing like John Berthold showed up shows up in the first episode and they and they had a fight. they had Daredevil and and Punisher or John Berthold. they're having interactions already. And um, to me, uh, it, it felt like like wow, well, wow, this is. I mean, I was surprised, but I wasn't complaining because I don't have to wait, and they're, they're diving right into it. Um, yeah. I th- I don't think, I don't, they're not making the audience wait. Uh, it's just like, oh, bam! You want Punisher? There you go. You got Punisher. Um,
2: yeah. Like oh Fisk, and now they've got Punisher and Electra and I'm guessing something else that I don't know about. But they probably just want to give enough time for Punisher before they introduce Electra, and then they'll do whatever they're going to do with all three of them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so hard to talk right now because, like, oh, I want to see You want to
2: keep it spoiler free.
0: Yeah, and I want to, like, get it. But it's okay. They took the story in a lot of unexpected places, so you're in for some really big surprises. And um, I think this was. I think this is. Already, even though you're only into episode two, I think they did it. They they really outdone themselves. Like, it, like like I said before, with the fight choreography, they really really outdone themselves, which is which is really hard to think of. Like, especially when you when you have scenes like that epic hallway fighting scene in this, in season one. All I can say, like, they top that. Awesome. Consistently, it's crazy. Um, Jesse, wait, season or episode three. Episode three, just there's just amazing fights.
2: I heard something about that. I, I don't know what, but I've heard something about episode three.
0: Okay, yeah, episode three, it's uh, it's it's near the tail end, and my jaw dropped so many times. I I re- like I, I had to rewind like the the last third of the episode just because it was so mind-blowing, like like such a technical feat, and like the choreography was amazing, and um, like. I don't know. Wow, I just I was tweeting and facebooking about it. Like everyone on the fight choreography and the cinematography team, they just need massive bonuses. <laughs>
3: but,
0: um, and that was just only into episode three, and like uh, ten episodes later, there's, there's
2: ten like, episodes still. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like this, I I mean, I didn't rewatch the entire first season. Uh, uh with Netflix, they give you a recap, but I felt like with this season. They like, they really up the game on more fighting, which I'm totally I'm totally game with. Uh, yeah, but uh, seriously, John Berthal, I think he's an amazing casting choice for Punisher. Uh, I know you haven't seen so much of him yet, but I mean just physically and you know visually, I mean, he I think he's a spinning image of Frank Castle, and he brings like this really intense, gritty, rugged gravitas, which I fits within the entire tone of the, of the world that Daredevil set in. And um, he he's going places. So well played to Netflix Marvel for, for getting me on, on board. Yeah, it's, it's, I think
2: I was talking to you, I've talked to a couple people about it, how a couple weeks ago I was re-watching season two of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Just cause I haven't watched it since it came out. And I... I you know, you, there's a bad taste in your mouth after watching that because it's such a slow moving season, and they just drag out Shane's character, and you know, by the end of it you thoroughly don't like him, which is the point. Mm-hmm. But it just I I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to watch Daredevil without picturing Shane because like in trailers for Daredevil. They're talking about how like oh we're not so different you and I and oh uh, you're just one bad day from being me and like ah uh, the 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 world we live in needs people like me and it all sounds exactly like stuff Shane would say like oh my God this is I'm so not looking forward to this <laughs> and um but I mean everything I've heard so far has just been people saying oh he owns the character and he does really well so I'm 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 pumped. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not quite as uh, downtrodden as I was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, just
0: try to distance yourself away from like, Chain. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, it's just because that's the only major role I know. I know he's been in like some other movies and stuff that I haven't seen, but because I only know John Brenthal primarily from The Walking Dead.
0: I think that's mo- I think it's the so majority of people. Like I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Let's see. He's he's uh, Walking Dead, of course. Um, he was in Fury, the the Tank movie. Yeah,
2: I've I've heard that. I haven't seen it.
0: Um, I haven't, I haven't seen either. I, oh, wow. I haven't seen any of his other stuff. Um, he's, he was in the Wolf of Wall Street.
2: Yep. Haven't seen that. <laughs> and,
0: uh, I haven't seen it.
2: And That's it's, though. it's just because I don't have any other association with him except Shane Walsh. Yeah. And I'm like, Shane is such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, we I still haven't seen much of him yet. He's had a couple fights against Murdoch and he's, uh, uh, I I did like there's this isn't too spoiler, but there's that episode that bit in episode 2 where he goes to the pawn shop to get the police Oh, that's right. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a good scene because that shows him as not being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's showing the audience that he's you know, he's not just, you know, doing all this for fun. Like he's doing this stuff because he thinks it shows him with his interaction with the the clerk there that he's not a bad guy. It's just, he's not necessarily a good guy either. He's very much an anti-hero.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that scene was, was really powerful. And... and Anyone else who has seen it will know.
2: It was, it was a good scene. It was, I think, a really interesting scene to show a bit more of his character without really going too deep mm-hmm. early on. Uh... So, he hasn't said much talking. In the first episode, he had one word, bang, which That's... I thought was pretty effective, too. Yeah, but, I'm,
0: tr- um, I'm trying to remember again. It's all blurred to me. Um,
2: but I'm I'm interested to see when him and Matt actually to learn about each other.
0: In terms of pacing, like you learn about it somewhat pretty quickly. This is not so much spoilery, but like the the season split between like interaction with Punisher and then like eventually uh, Electra. Intera- with Electra. Yeah, like like I said before, you get you get John Berthal pretty early. Um, and you get a lot more of it like especially like season or not no uh, episode three and four it's very punisher heavy um Sweet. So, so that's that's uh yeah so you're you're right at the cusp of that
2: looking forward to it
0: hell yeah so yeah I'm not sure because um, I know Stan he hasn't finished season one yet um <laughs> Jeez. yeah um, uh, i I don't recall about I don't recall Andy. Uh, I Actually, I don't remember if Andy has seen it or finished it yet, but I would like to do a spoiler cast. Um, sure. So, like, hey, if you love the show, so if you want to come back on for a spoiler cast all about Daredevil...
2: You let me know when you plan it for and I'll let you know when I finish watching it.
0: Hell yeah.
2: We'll see what we can do.
0: We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Okay, it's, so... It's
2: interesting because I, I... The entire time I was watching Jessica Jones, anytime they were in a hospital... I kept waiting to see Rosario Dawson's character show up because she was in Daredevil and I knew she was going to show up somewhere mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. And, uh you know, spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched Jessica Jones yet, that doesn't happen until the final episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, so now, we're back in Daredevil now and she played a more prominent role in the first season. Um, again, every time they're in the hospital, I'm like, where is she? Where is she okay. going to show up? When she's it, like the it's... Phil Coulson of the first phase of MCU. Like he was in every movie in a bit part, pretty and much. And she so far is two for two, so I'm waiting for her to come back.
0: It's Marvel's mo, like they they can't not tease something or can't not yeah like, oh yeah like you know they 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 plant the seeds. So yeah yeah yeah, and Rosario Dawson like just put her in anything like she's I I I've loved oh, her yeah. for a really long time like like my first Rosario Dawson movie exposure was. Um, Clerks Two, uh, me too. Yeah, woo, woo. <laughs> Fist, that's awesome. Yeah, she was she was awesome. It was it was Clerks Two, and then Sin City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved her in Sin City. Oh my God, She's like her and Clive <laughs> Owens, just like being she, her being a Valkyrie and kicking ass. Um, what, what else? Uh, then after that it was oh, um, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. Um, yeah,
2: I never saw that one.
0: Oh, I should. It's so good. Uh, it has Kurt Russell
2: and yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know about it. I know like the basis and stuff. I just never saw it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, oh, and she voices Catwoman a couple of times in the DCA hmm. movies, which is always awesome.
2: Yeah, um, I, but I think be cool if like if she or someone else from Hell's Kitchen popped up in one of the movies, just like one scene.
0: Yeah. Um. If I remember, if I remember correctly, I don't. I feel like they were. Going to recast Charlie Cox Daredevil for the Infinity War movies? Like no, so, yeah, I, I I read similar
2: articles. I know what you're talking about. Um, that was probably a twisting of words because there was an interview with Charlie Cox about how he thinks fit in like if they keep the movies and um, he said, well, look, you know, the the TV and the movie districts or whatever, like the people who run the TV Marvel are different from the people who run the movie Marvel, mm. so like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter are different from the Netflix series and they're different from the movies. They all exist in the unified universe, but um, they're all run by different people. Mm -hmm. It all eventually comes up to like Kevin Feige and the other people at the top, but it's difficult to them know what's going to happen in the future. It's just uh, they work kind of from season to season or movie to movie or whatever. And so I have to imagine if they bring in... The defenders in any form to like Infinity War or something, they would be doing themselves a complete disservice. They would be kicking themselves in the foot. They would lose a lot of faith if they recast Daredevil for the movies because, like the the Netflix show second season, which I didn't originally plan for. They just Daredevil was the first. It was Daredevil to Netflix was Iron Man to the MCU. He started it, and he has you know let it. Mm-hmm. His success allowed for a second season. And it's, I'm sure, part of, you know, Jessica Jones's success gave her a second season, but it's just they're proving that these are powerful characters and powerful actors playing them. And so if they don't bring them to the movies, then that will be – but I, I think no one explicitly said that's what's going to happen. I think what i read was that they don't know if those characters are going to show up in the movies. Yeah. They might just stick to their little corner of New York, but they might pop up in Infinity Wars if it all comes together. But nobody really knows right now.
0: Yeah, and Infinity War is still really far off. I think it's like 2020? 2019
2: 2019? and 2020. Yeah. But I know when, when uh, Batman vs Superman uh, was announced to have uh, Wonder Woman in it, and they were getting the Justice League all put together people were like, oh, cool, you know, if they bring the Flash or if they bring Green Arrow, they should bring the actors from the TV shows. And then they went and confirmed that the TV shows would not connect to the movies. And I'm like, it's another reason why I'm not terribly keen. It's like they don't care. They, they've they spent three years building the Arrow fan base and two years of the Flash fan base. And then and plus you have like super... these characters. People like these actors. And yeah, now they've got Supergirl that they're bring it into that fold as well mm-hmm. and now they're just gonna for the dc cinematic universe they're gonna bring new p- actors to play flash and whatnot and they're, they're just i feel like they've already got the pre-established fan base those people will all get to go replacing their actors and it's like not going to be the same flash and not going to be the same green arrow well uh, people will still
0: see it but they probably won't be as happy about it exactly Th- this is my my entire like gripe with it because like again you know you have 3 plus 2 plus like however m- m- many amount of miscellaneous years for like Supergirl and hmm. uh, I guess even Constantine if, if you ever decide to do uh, Justice yeah, League Dark um, which is basically a Justice League team or spinoff team that fights more horror and supernatural threats but it just makes perfect sense you, ever, you, have, you have like an inbuilt Fan base, you have like tons and tons of fanfare and fan loyalty. You should exploit that and capitalize on that. And Absolutely. Uh, I know this was a topic that we've covered uh, in the past in the podcast. And I know Stan, he he came up with this idea. Well, multiverse, maybe, maybe, maybe like the TV universe is a different universe, and then the movie universe is a. Another universe, and DC is very well known for like Earth One, Earth Two, Earth Three, and you know all these other and the entire multiverse concept. So maybe like the TV heroes will interact with the movie heroes, but like that's kind of I I would love I would love to see that, but I feel like that's not they're never gonna do it. They're not no, I don't think they're ever gonna do it. And no. um I don't know, I just I I just wonder I just wonder what goes through the minds of. TV execs and or movie execs and like I, I I don't know Hollywood I don't know I don't know I mean I, it's weird because like you you have uh, what's his name Jeff Loeb you know he's he yep, yep. and you would figure they he 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 does like all he oversees like so many of the TV properties um, and you would figure like Warner Brothers would go to him and you know try to work something out. And try to get his creative consulting. I I don't understand. I, I really don't. And I feel like whoever they cast for the Flash or Arrow, you know, yeah, they they they've done really well. I mean, two years ago, like a lot a lot of people were giving flack for Batfleck, and now like he's he's cooler than sliced bread. Like everyone's there's a lot everyone's talking about how he's like the next perfect Batman. Uh, I don't know. It's Just so funny
2: because when he was announced, everyone was like, "Oh
0: my god, Ben Affleck is Batman!" Uh. Yeah, yeah, but you then know there
2: was that with Heath Ledger's announcement of Joker too, and that uh, people took that back.
0: Yeah, it, then, it, like a lot of people shut up. Like it's it, it was kind of beautiful. Like for me, when I heard first heard Affleck, like I was like, "Okay, well I, I I was surprised, but I was like, I'm not gonna make any judgments until I see stuff." And yeah, you know yeah, that
2: was me too. Just, we've been we've been fooled in the past
0: exactly and you know everyone points fingers at daredevil and you know there are, there's been worse comic book movies than daredevil and you know that's not necessarily the fault of ben affleck i thought he was a pretty good matt murdock and you know the fault didn't lie entirely to him I mean, you, you you had the writers you had the producers you had like the director's vision and it's a it's a whole other can of worms but but now ben affleck he's like he's like everyone's Everyone's just raving about him, and you know he's—he could—he could dethrone Christian Bale, which is kind of crazy to think about. We'll see yeah. what happens. Oh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, like Batman versus Superman comes out in like uh, like a week, a week from now.
2: Jeez, oh, really? That's soon.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Gosh, I thought it was still a couple months away. No, I uh, guess not. That's the war I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah. So crazy. We'll we'll, yeah, it's like wow. Uh, but yeah.
2: We'll see.
0: We'll see. Um, are you excited for Batman vs. Superman?
2: Not really. I Again, having a kid, I can't really... I have to pick and choose what games I want to buy, what movies I want to see, because like, I don't have the time or the money for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, I just saw Deadpool only a week or two ago, uh, finally. And then the next one that I'm probably going to see is Civil War. Okay. Uh, so I, I'll probably see Batman vs. Superman once it's on. DVD, Blu-ray. Okay. So, but I, I'll get the drift <laughs> from people online because I'm sure my Facebook and Twitter are just gonna be full of people talking about it. So, and, uh, that's like Star Wars. I haven't seen Star Wars Force Awakens, but I know pretty much everything that happens just because of people talking.
0: Oh man! So, all right.
2: But that's okay. That's it's my okay. choice.
0: It's all, it's alright. I mean, like the movies will they'll, they're here to stay. So and that's the beauty of yeah. it.
2: I'm I'm interested to see. What their plans are for the greater DC cinematic universe, because you know they're supposedly introducing Aquaman in this, and then they're going to have all these other movies coming up in pretty rapid succession from like next year. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see how they kick it off, and I think it'll be better than Man of Steel, which I really, really didn't like. Mm -hmm. But I'm not nearly, I'm not even a fraction as invested in the in the DC universe as I am the Marvel. So
0: For me, I, I I definitely agree. I think it would be a lot better than Man of Steel uh, I think they're addressing a lot of the criticisms and making it to positive plot points, like like the sure. fact like Bruce Wayne's entire motivation for going after Superman was like the the thirty minute something cataclysmic battle they had in the first movie and how he views Clark as like an existential threat to humanity. And they, right. they actually address, like, all the gratuitous violence in the first movie as, um, you know, Batman's – or a very Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller-esque Batman, where it's like pa- sure. paranoia and we can't take any chances and um, – I don't know. It'll be, I, interesting.
2: it'll be interesting to see how it does, both critically and uh, commercially.
0: I think it'll – I think it will do very well in the box office. Um, yeah,
2: because it's, it's regardless of the quality, whether it's awesome or terrible, it's Batman and Superman on the in 2016. Like it's it's gonna be a hit in that regard. Yeah. No,
0: no questions asked. And I feel like people, I don't know, I don't know was like it's some visceral like lizard brain reaction a sort of empathy people have, but, like, people just love it when superheroes just fight each other. Um, yeah. So, case okay, so of boy, you got Civil War coming up, and I think just even for non comic book people fans, or comic book people, you know, like, Batman versus Superman, this sounds awesome. I'll totally check it out. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see in about a week, and I know we're definitely going to talk about it on the podcast. For sure. Yeah. So, we're all... We're getting... Kind of close to wrapping up, so uh, I think we'll close it out soon. Uh, do you? Is there any other MCU stuff you want to talk about? We we talked about Luke Cage. Uh, we talked. To, well, we mentioned that Iron Fist. They confirmed uh, they're Danny Rand, and it's the guy from Game, Game of Thrones.
2: Thrones. Uh, I, lore, I believe was his name in that.
0: Yeah, uh...
2: Finn Jones.
0: I mean, I don't know. I All I know from him is Game of Thrones. I don't know if he's done any other movies or films. But, again, Netflix has done a really, really good job on casting. So I look forward to his performance whenever Iron I mean, we Fist. We don't have any news about that.
2: I, I uh, just looking up who the actor was for Finn Jones, I, I saw found a tweet from Marvel from Mist Because I follow them on Twitter, but I... Yeah, I usually catch all the big stuff, but I miss this one. Mm-hmm. It's a tease for Iron Fist. It's, what? Um, oh, my gosh. It, uh, like, someone took a phone message, and it says, While you were out, to Jay or Joy, I think it's Joy Meacham. I'm not sure what the name is. Mm-hmm. Marked urgent. And the message is just, Who is Danny Rand? Ooh. So, their first official uh, on social media. Let's
0: see. Their, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm looking at this right now. It's tweeted by Marvel Entertainment. It was posted yep. two days ago, I think. Um, it says, uh, some secrets can't be buried. Hashtag Iron Fist. And it shows the image. Yeah, so Jay Meacham. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, cool. Well, it's official. They're starting
2: to, they're starting to hype it. It's starting to hype I think yes. it'll, after. it'll It'll be after. I still am standing with what I said earlier. Jessica Jones, season two next year this time. Followed by Iron Fist at the end of the year. All
0: right, well, we'll, we'll, write, That's the, what I think. we'll write it down in the notes, and <laughs> um, you know, we'll give you a shout out to see if you're correct. Because uh, really? yeah, you, you know the market. Oh, and you now let's uh, let's wrap it up with some uh, Civil War. I mean, did you? Uh, I assume you saw the latest trailer and Spider Man, the first reveal of Spider Man in the MCU. How awesome I don't know is that? what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I. Just, I um. It's
2: interesting because I've heard a couple uh, mixed reactions to that. Obviously, most people are like, oh, sweet, I've finally seen Mm Spider-Man. It looks great. But uh, they're also, I've heard from several people that they're disappointed that that was shown in the trailer because people seem to think that that would have been a really, really excellent piece to keep in the movie. Like, keep that. And I can see how that would be a really great moment to not know is coming. Mm -hmm. Have Have Iron Man's team and have Captain's team about to face off or in the middle of face off, and then all of a sudden, oh, snap, here's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I totally see where they're coming from. That would have been really cool. But um, at the same time, you know, they had to hype up Spider-Man. You know, people have been asking for it since the first trailer.
0: Exactly. I, everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone, there were so many memes everywhere. Like, where's Spider-Man? And, and, yeah. But, you know, um yeah, I, I really did the look at the costume. I know there was it was a point of contention. Like a lot of people complain about it, like too much C G R, look weird. But I I think for more comic savvy people, the co- the costume's very reminiscent, of, like the early early appearances of Sp- Spider-Man. Um, yeah. And to me, like I, I mentioned this multiple times before. Um, I when, my first thought when I saw Spider-Man leap down, he looked a lot like Supayda Man. Uh, yeah, I saw your Yeah, I
2: saw post yeah. about that In the Super Nerd Pals Facebook group
0: Ex- which Everyone should join Exactly, so facebook.com slash groups Slash Super Nerd Pals <laughs> So you should, you should join We're almost Has at 300 Exactly, like, we're almost at 300 members So join the army, join the pals Boom Boom. And uh, so all I want is just You know, Iron Man to make An Iron Spider mech suit And then, and then all of a sudden The Batman mech Hops in and then it's a so Civil War is a backdoor Marvel versus DC movie and people will lose their minds. And then all the studio execs, all the comic guys will just ma- will laugh all the money they just made. And yep. I, yeah, I don't care. I'll take my money. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, Civil War. Just uh, so pumped.
2: I'm really like I'm so excited for Civil War, but I'm really I'm approaching it with a cautious eye. Optimus Voltron when it came out too but um, I just feel like it was too packed there were too many characters and I don't know I feel like you know Civil War has more characters than uh, H. Voltron did and all we've like people are paying most attention to oh it's Captain America versus Iron Man oh and Bucky's there too and he's on Cap's team oh and Spider-Man's there but nobody's even talked about Baron Zemo or uh, Martin Freeman's uh, character. Or Crossbones. Like, he's had a moment in a trailer, but they're all supposedly major characters. Like, it's Captain America 3. It's not Avengers 3. It's Captain America 3. It's his story. So it's going to be, like, I feel like Baron Zemo is going to be a much bigger presence than they're making out in the trailer, or in all the trailers. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something to look forward to. It's like, we don't know anything about him in the movie universe.
0: Marvel is hamming up the fight, the the, the giant internal conflict. Yeah, but like, yeah. I think it's like it's good. I, I appreciate that little bit of misdirection because like you know, yeah. Um, to me, it's just, like okay, well that, that's just icing on the cake. Um, yeah. So,
2: but again, it's just because you feel like this the showdown, the superhero showdown is going to be like the big thing, but uh, that's already going to be such a huge part of the movie. That like, how are they gonna fit in the other stuff? You know. Exactly. They've got they've got to have. Here's the deal. Are you with us or are you not? You are cool. Come over here. You're not. Okay, go over there. We're gonna fight. Here, when are we gonna fight here and there? And um, but then all of a sudden, oh, there's Baron Zemo. What's he? What's going on with him? And there, before everything, happens, there has to be Bucky's rehabilitation. Exactly. So I don't know. It's just there's so many. Questions, Which is good. You don't want to know everything going in, obviously. So, like I said, I'm approaching it with cautious optimism. I'm really pumped, but I was a bit burned with Age of Ultron.
0: If I remember correctly, I think the Civil War movie is going to be close to three hours. So,
2: so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They have <laughs> yeah. to fit everything in.
0: Yeah. Um, so, maybe they do have enough time to, to build up Baron's emo and Crossbones and... Political intrigue, and of course, trying to set up for movies after Civil War. So, you know, B- Black Panther. You know, mm. gosh, yes, more just. Yo, that's just it. He's another new character that
2: hasn't been shown in any other movie before, and he's had some big moments in the trailers. But we don't really know what his deal is. Mm-hmm. The uh, comic fans know what his deal is in the comic. Be a bit uh, shaken yeah. up for the movies, as everything is.
0: Yeah, I, I'm really not familiar with Black Panther in the comics, but, like, in terms of how Ultron ended, you know, you had the Wakanda and, like, the whole vibranium explodey thingy incident. So I feel like Black Panther would be – I feel like it would be, like, a more – it will start off as, like, diplomatic initiative. Yeah. And then it will turn to, like, okay, well, shit's getting out of hand, so I need to get my hands dirty. Uh,
3: right. But
0: this is all speculation. Like, I, I mean, I, again, I have, like, zero experience with Black Panther lore, so – Y'all, I mean, I have
2: next to no experience with any of the comic lore. I'm one of those posers who really loves the movies. and
0: no, hates no, never... no That's don't, don't Like, say... I
2: just never get into the comic.
0: <laughs> don't call yourself a poser. You're, you're still a Marvel fan. It's, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. You know, Civil War, can that comes up soon, um, we're definitely going to do a spoiler cast about that. And get hyped, people. You know, we got Black Panther. You got, you got Spidey. You got... Punchy, punchy action all over the place. It's pretty good. It's be good. So the I only think. Only
2: takeaway from that is get hype. Get hype.
0: All right. So Zach, I think that wraps about. or uh, wraps, wraps everything about up. Wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Yeah, it's. I'm very tired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it was so great having you on, man. And um, you know, you're always welcome to the show. And thank you for bringing the thunder on your amazing analytics and you know catching us up on everything you've you've done since since uh, since august
2: thank you for having me and i hope to be back soon
0: oh uh, yeah hopefully sooner than later so yeah this is uh, episode oh actually before before we close it out do you have anything to plug not really
2: i still am writing for twin shit like i said but uh, that's also taking a bit of a backseat to parenthood do you want to watch me be a parent <laughs> <laughs> no no um that's about it you can find me on Twitter at Zachary P Lyons. That's Z A C H A R Y P L Y O N S. And if you want to play Pokémon tournament with me, we you Zotaku Eight Seven.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you up on that offer. We're gonna duke it out, and um, and we're gonna definitely. play Final Fantasy Explorers together. So this is we, great. Can. we can. yes 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 definitely definitely. All right. So. Another another great episode of Super Nerdpals. Pals this is episode 56. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our episode. We hope you enjoyed Zach coming back on. Thank you very much again. You can find our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can find our, everything related to our podcast on our website. That's www.supernerfpals.com. That has links to all of our podcast episodes, blog posts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash superner uh, Super pals. on our is our YouTube channel, our Instagram name. You can find us individually on Twitter uh, at the following. So you can find Stan at Stan Doom. You can find Andy at Sweet Justice One. That's O N E. And you can, you can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K Y O Ninja for Hire. And one more time, Zach, where they can find you on Twitter? At Zachary P. Lyons. That's my name. Excellent. Thank you, sir. All right. So thank you very much. And uh, thanks for listening. Please like, rate, subscribe. And most importantly of all, share with your friends. And, you know, look up Zach on Twinfinite. Look up Zach on Save Continue. That's where you can find all of his. Final Fantasy Road to 2015. Uh, (laughs) Road to 15 and 15. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That's where you can find all those materials. And as always, we'll post in the show notes. So it'll be easy access for you. And thank you and have a great night. Bye.